Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Card Game Cooperative, your however often we get round to it podcast about Marvel Champions, the card game, Lord of the Rings, the card game, and tonight in particular, Arkham Horror, the card game. Uh, we are back with one of our special spoiler episodes because Fantasy Flight have very kindly given us a card to announce from the upcoming Edge of the Earth pack. Um, yeah, without further ado, Will, why don't you uh, kick us off with our card? Uh, yes, the the card we have is a rogue card. Rogue? Yes, rogue. Green. Green. Green is rogue. Green is rogue. It is a zero-cost event that costs one XP. Um, it is called Cheat the System, a trick synergy card. Fast. Play during any fast action window. Gain one resource for each different class among cards you control. If you weren't supposed to do it, it wouldn't be legal. Um, yes, this is awesome. Um, yeah, this is like... <laughs> I I already wanted to do try some janky like Lola Hayes things out, and uh, I I love the fact that there's uh, like this card exists. This might be the first card that's made me try and play a deck where I have lots of money and I keep the money for bonuses rather than like the Preston deck I built, which was designed to get money and then just spend it as fast as possible. Yeah, it's uh, gonna be yeah, com- it completely screams out play in Lola because that's where you can get the most amount well it's likely where you'll get the most amount of reward for it if you at a minimum are playing three different classes in your deck because you have to with Lola you can it might not be too difficult to get three resources out of it you could make yourself life a bit harder and try and push up to four or five classes in that deck and as we're seeing a lot of synergy cards that reward you for having multiple classes uh, coming out in this next pack then uh, maybe that's not so painful an idea to try and achieve so uh... well I'll after after we after the last episode James put something in my head um, where yeah sure you could you could like try and scringe it and could get like three maybe four out of it or you could just start the game with five permanents in play um, so what you could do is you could start the game with you know uh, two copies of another day another dollar so you get to start the game with nine resources. You could start the game with two copies of Studios down, so you get to start the game with seven cards in hand. You could start the game with a stick to the plan down, uh, which means you've got three random assets that you can pick from the entire card pool to hide, ready to go. Um, you could have a copy of Blood Pack down, so you can make the most of the Witching Hour when that rocks up. And, you know, a copy of Scrapper just for giggles. So you can actually spend those hundreds of resources you're about to earn. And you instantly start with all five different, uh, each different classes down, ready to go. So that's as soon as you get the card, it's like, I'll have five resources, please. That's disgusting. Yeah, I might actually be okay playing standalone with you playing that Lola deck. That sounds amazing. So you did just make me think one thing there, Michael. About how, you know, with Lola, you can potentially get the, the three resources. Actually, how would this interact with multi-class cards? Because we've been told we're getting more multi-class cards. Is it possible that with any investigator, you could get a minimum of three resources with this using multi-class cards? Or, you know, given that most investigators have some kind of off-class, you could probably get four. So, you know, if you take Daisy as an example... 
if you have a multi-class seeker card that's also a guardian card you have a multi-class mystic card that's also a rogue card that's four four yeah. classes straight away uh, so yeah i think it's going to be going to be very interesting i guess the kind of the, the real question to ask is what's what's the minimum at which this is worth it you know yeah. if, if we just compare it with other rogue resource cards i mean if you if you think of someone like finn who you know, likes money can't take the real high level rogue stuff there's a decent chance he'll have a survivor and or seeker card in play but probably not lots is you know is is it worth it for two or is it is three what you need to hit do you think for a for a free fast i'd take it for two you know you're potentially going to have two of them in the deck yeah it's a free action you gain more resources you can keep it in hand until you desperately need it i think i'm trying in my head the nearest card i can compare it to is Oh damn! I should have looked that up in advance. But the event that where um, is an evade event, and you gain two resources for playing it. So you're kind of combining that basic evade action with gaining two resources. So I think that's comparable to this because they're both, in a way, fast actions. If you were going to evade anyway, um, and I think that's a really powerful card. That one. So if I was going to get two, I think if I had. Uh, cheat the system in my hand I'd be happy getting two resources out of it the diff in a way the harder part is convincing myself to add it in my deck because it costs experience and I would think to myself can I get three experience no not three experience three resources out of this maybe that might be what I'm considering because there's other cards where you can get similar amounts of resources like um uh, the one that you play is your final action of the turn and you gain a resource for each action you've just taken. That's also one experience. And so when I'm spending experience, I might be comparing it to that. I mean, that's quite a restrictive card in terms of your options. You know, I think, as we've said, the fact that this is, it's free, it's fast, it doesn't require a, um, doesn't require an enemy to evade or anything else to trigger off of. I mean, something that's just occurred to me now, a, a place where this could be quite nice would be if you're, um, if you're running a fire axe deck, if you've got someone who's who's rogue survivor, because it's fast, you can play it whilst you're engaged with an enemy. So you spend your two resources, go down to zero, deal your um, deal your extra damage, and then you can get a resource, ideally two, between attacks, so that you can still boost the second attack and still be back at zero again for for the extra damage so it's, you know, it's kind of doing the sort of thing that LeBranche does but obviously she's only once per turn it's kind of a, another way to do that if you're just in must chop monster into pieces mode I think so it maybe, might sorry you go ahead Michael I was just going to say so maybe a good way of thinking of the card is, an, in, is not thinking of it like how many classes can I get into play at once because I want to maximise the resources is thinking of putting it in a dual class investigator so therefore you get two and then one xp fast action to gain two resources yes that's that's good that's worth it and that's as that's as simple as the card can be if you want it to be yeah sometimes it's useful if you're an engaged with an enemy and you just need like one resource to be able to play an event and it's so uh, having like the ability to just summon a resource and not uh, provoke an attack of opportunity is always uh, useful as well. 
or to fuel your streetwise for evade to evade the enemy, etc. Would uh, I'm not sure. If, I think I asked this question earlier when we just got this sent through, and I'm not sure what the answer is yet. But is playing an event is the event that you are playing considered under your control? So if this was the only green card you had out, would that count as one? Uh, extra class so if you had all red and then this one green card that you were playing does it count as under your control so because we've already had a couple of other cards along these lines spoiled by other content creators i was able to go online earlier and ask this question about the events we've already seen and the consensus seemed to be i think so i'm not sure we'd need a ruling (laughs) (laughs) i mean there is a difference between playing a card and having a card in play doesn't it Maybe. So I don't. But yeah, yeah. I don't. If I was looking at this, I probably wouldn't assume that I get the resource from it. But I'm very often wrong, so I'm probably not the best person to ask. (laughs) I'll just be. I'll just be there in two months' time. Like, ah, this card's good and all, but I only ever get one resource for it. And then someone's going to be like, you know, you get two there, right? (laughs) I'm going to have to go back and play every campaign again. Um. But one place I was thinking that this will end up potentially being quite nice um, is in those like the, the standalone decks where you've just got little bits of XP left that you could spend. Yeah. And it's like you know you've got a load of really expensive cards in there, and just like like you were saying with when you're in a pinch and you've got some big enemy there and you need a resource. If you're there down to the wire, you've got a couple of really expensive cards in hand. Just getting one free one resource as a free action for an XP in a standalone deck where you're probably spending, you know, 30 plus XP as a minimum anyway. I think that definitely is definitely somewhere I'm going to put it. <laughs> I mean, I think the most obvious place for this, you know, so we've, we've talked about the... Um you know, the cost and the class and things. So, you know, it's, it's worth thinking about the traits and, you know, this is a trick. So clearly, like any trick, it belongs in a Chuck Fergus deck. You know, you can you can make it fast. Um, you can make it cost two fewer resources to play. Or you can get plus two to the skill test that you're not performing. Uh, you know, I think it's a, it's a win-win on, on all counts. Yeah, I did go onto Arkham DB and search for anything that involves the word trick and saw Chuck come up and I was like, yes, Chuck's amazing. It'll make this card amazing. And yeah, as you point out, <laughs> it does nothing. <laughs> I think I think the only thing that it being a trick does is it means that Rita can take it. And if there's that rule that you don't... If the rule is that when you play an event, it's not under your control, Rita will only ever have one class in play at a time, I think. Because she can take survivor and tricks, and if the tricks are only events, then that means only survivors in play. Unless, unless you're running versatile, of course. Because clearly, if you're playing Rita properly, you're using versatile, so you can take bandolier, so that you can have the bow out and still have a hand free for a flashlight. And that is cheating the system. Yes, <laughs> which is entirely in the spirit of the card. <laughs> How many times did you have to read the flavour text to make sure you were reading it correctly? The flavour text is, if you weren't supposed to do it, it wouldn't be legal. And, yeah, I had to read that 
like five, six times to deal with the double negatives. Don't not do no bad things what you're <laughs> supposed to do. <laughs> so the, the other investigator I thought of when uh, I saw this card was um, uh, Jenny Jenny uh, Barnes. Jenny Barnes, who already summons two resources a turn. So if you wanted to go down that resource-heavy deck, um, you get that. Plus, she's one of the investigators that gets to choose five off-class. What was the? What is the text on the back of all of the Dunwich investigators? Uh, up to five level zero cards from any other class. So they're all level zero, are they? So it would only be Jenny that really that would be appropriate for. Yeah. I. Th- I... I know. I, I don't think I would play it in Jenny because she does just she has so much money coming yeah, in. Yeah, anyway. that's true. Because does anyone play Jenny without Lone Wolf? Uh, the times that I play Jenny without Lone Wolf is when I'm just trying to m- mix up the card pool and play with different things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe if I was playing four-player Forgotten Age, where there just aren't enough locations to not be at someone else's mm. location. I think I think the 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 main place I I can see myself running this is in Finn. You know, if you if you're playing Finn and you know, worst case scenario, it's one resource fast. Ideally, you've got Doctor Milan and Track Shoes out, at which point it's three. Although if you've got Doctor Milan out, why do you need? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thinking about it more and more, one XP for a zero cost fast event that gains you three resources is quite bonkers. So. If you are achieving that with a deck that's not too... Well, you haven't made it too weird to try and make sure you can get three different assets out, three different classes out, um, then, yeah, that's actually that's really powerful. That's good. Really efficient. If that's the same as powerful, then good for you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... Um, it's unlikely that I ever don't have two cards, like two classes amongst the cards that I've got out in front of me so i think i don't i don't see this ever being worth less than two resources mm-hmm. excellent well this card uh, is from the upcoming edge of the earth investigator pack which uh, we're hoping is going to be here soon we don't don't have a release date yet certainly not a uk release date but uh, yeah Keep your eyes peeled. Keep your fingers on the uh, on the order button from your your preferred retailer of choice, and uh, I'd imagine we'll be back at some point to talk about the uh, the box as a whole. But not for at least six months. Well, possibly. <laughs> Up to date schedule. Yes. <laughs> yes. Next episode, six months. I'm joking. Don't <laughs> listen to me. It'll be soon. Well, do listen to Simon because we, we will be recording in less than six months' time. If you don't listen to him, then <laughs> well, yes, no, less than six months. I just mean they don't have to wait for six months. They might have to wait for six months. We never quite know. But <laughs> right. um, anyone got any final thoughts before we uh, let these people go and carry on with their evenings? Thanks again, FFG, for an Arkham spoiler. We've been giddy for what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finally, our first Arkham spoiler. Hooray! Yeah. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Good night.